Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everyone doing? We are joined today by the one and only Real Housewife of Dallas, Miss Carrie Duber. How are you? Hello, hi. I love how you laugh at my introduction. I mean, you really are, you know, we're very happy to have you here, Carrie. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy, you know, to do this, especially it made me get dressed today and like do my hair and put on makeup. So like I'm I'm really the most thankful for that. For sure. And, and who is this joining us on your lap? Oh, this is little this is Tilly. She's my new baby. Um, and so I'm I'm holding her because, you know, when you get a new puppy, it's like you know, there, I've got my husband out there and the three kids and nobody watches her. So I'm just, I'm like, fuck it. I'm putting her on my lap. So <laughs> I was going to say, we like, didn't see her on the show, right? No, she's brand new. I got, we got her like two or three days ago. Um, wow. So we, we have, um, we have another Maltese, Daisy, and we had Lily. Lily passed away back in January. And um, so this one, I've been in the process of, of getting so she's very cute and where are you speaking to us from is this your closet this is my closet yeah <laughs> i locked myself in here it had de- it has deadbolts um and so i have locked myself in my closet away from my family this is my like my safe place my sanctuary you know where I, no one i no one will bother me like I'm i locked the bedroom door and locked the closet <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm having major closet envy. You guys can't see this, but like Carrie's yeah, closet. It's pretty. Here's my like kind of a view. I can't. It's my it's views. Like, yeah. We like built this actually, I guess, season three. Yeah, we were building. So again, we weren't living at home and building. Yeah. So or remodeling. So this is all new. It's so nice. Thank you. How, 
How is your quarantine going? What have you been doing? <sighs> you know, trying to stay sane. I mean, it's really weird for me because I've worked like every single day since I was like 16. You know, it's just really um, surreal, I guess. It's, um, I think everybody's just trying to do the best they can, you know, just hanging out with the kids and trying to enjoy, you know, family when, which I think is kind of hard when you're stressed and fear of the unknown, you know, like it, it's definitely, I'm not, I, I think it's been, it's been really hard. It's hard. My husband's stressed out, you know, he's just trying to figure out what to do because we have a lot of employees and, you know, all of it, you know, we, we just yeah. want to, you know, hold it together. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I would going to be okay in, in the end, but I mean, I would stressful assume in the moment that when we can get out that the spa is going to be busy beyond belief. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Like I, you know, I've been working on moving bookings and moving my bookings. And so it's, you know, we still have a lot of work to do as far as that goes, moving people out, you know, until May or, you know, so it's, but we're going to be slammed. <laughs> I mean, if this keeps, I'm telling you, we're going to start to see what people's faces really look like. It's going to be terrifying. <laughs> uh, mine mine included like okay i got i got my botox like right before all oh, of this at a haircut but i need like some fillers so like if this yeah. goes a few more months well and i mean like literally you're just sitting at home staring like in a mirror and like at people and you're like oh god like you have nothing else to like <laughs> my <laughs> face be slammed my face look, looks different for me i'm like okay i already see i mean granted i'm also eating every meal like it's my last same, same. I feel like I'm like a prisoner and I'm like, oh, it's my last steak dinner. No, I know. I, I like literally all I've done is eat and I, you know, I go for walks thinking that's going to counterbalance the absolute shit that I'm piling into my mouth, but I don't think that it's working. It's not helping. And I'm like at the point where I'm semi too scared to even go for a walk, but I mean, it's different in New York. Just yeah, New York's different. Out. Yeah. You guys, are you able to like go out or not I really? mean... They say, like, I mean, I went to the grocery store yesterday. You know, it was a little nerve. Like, I have to go out once a week to get food. To right. Eat. Yeah. And we can order food, but, like, it's not enough. Like, I can't order, like, it's it comes and you're like, this was a waste. I should have just gone to the grocery store. Yeah, no. But it's no, nerve-wracking. And I'm, like, a very yeah. calm person. So. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it is nerve-wracking. I mean, I, I, we, you know, can go to the market, um, to the grocery store. But I mean, when I go, I'm like kind of freaked out. I'm like a germ freak anyhow, because I'm a nurse, I'm medical, like I'm not, you know, I've always been like, don't touch your face. You know, it's like, I know I work in surgery. So like we're trained to not touch, you know, anything but the sterile field kind of a thing. And so I've always been that way, but like now it's like next level, you know? I just got gloves. I mean, I had to order them from Amazon. They finally just yeah. came yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But see, like, what you and Mark do, like, can't you do stuff at home? Like, if you need a little touch-up? I mean, I could, yeah. <laughs> Worst so, case scenario. I'm yes. so jealous. I am so jealous. I know. I've, like, quarantined myself, you know, at home with, I'm like, okay, Mark, worst case scenario, you can, like, fix my face. I'm, like, sitting there looking, I'm like, maybe I should, ha I should like, have him, like, cut me open on the kitchen table. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, out of every category that I would like to marry, 
a plastic right? surgeon. Yeah, it's like number one. It's there's not even a close number two. So yeah, just, it's it's a good one. Although I feel like everybody thinks that, but then it's like a plumber with leaky pipes. You know what I mean? Like I hardly ever get anything done because like we don't time and I don't think about it. And I also don't want to look like one of the plastic surgeon wives running around like, you know, with their faces like wind tunnel. You know, I just it's not my bag. So totally. I try to do less is more for me. I agree. Like I have friends that are like you get like stuff. I'm like, honey, I've gotten shots to my face for like 800 years. Like, yeah, I think it's just like you got to know what to do with it. You do. And I mean, it, everything in moderation, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Even plastic surgery and, and injectables, especially all of it. Because it's like yeah. addicting otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It can become a problem. So now I have to say you are in a good category. Uh, you are from Hartford, Connecticut, I saw. Yes. I was born in Hartford. Well, okay. So I'm from Connecticut too. Really? Where? I'm from Orange, like outside New Haven. Okay, yeah. I, I lived in um, South Windsor. Okay. Yeah. My, so, like, we are, so, from Connecticut, Countess Luann. Uh-huh. Yeah. She and is. Kit, and Kim Zolciak. Yep. And uh, who else? I went to high school with Dorit, if you know. Oh, did you really? How funny. Small world. And can I just say that you and Dorit, and I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass, you are my two number one really? fashion. How, well, your fashion is like, the thing yeah. is like, I don't know if people like Doris and you, her fashion is amazing. Like you're a fashion yeah. girl. Like you go to like France for fashion week. Totally. Yes. Like I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that. Thank you. Thank you. It makes me very happy. Cause I mean, I, I am, I love fashion. I love dressing well and looking great and, you know, I think you should take pride in obviously your appearance, but like stuff, that stuff's fun for me. Like I, I enjoy, um, fashion and yeah, fashion week is so much fun. I go to Paris and, um, I've gone and New York, uh, it's fun. I love it. And Dorit, it's funny. I actually posted one time her and I had like the same leather jacket. Like I think we have some of the same like fashions. <laughs> You guys are like, I just, I don't know. You're, you were voted my top two fashion oh, housewives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So no, I and like I, my husband helps for sure. He's got like, I mean, he's got all his stuff over here. I mean, we've got all, you know, I was going to say like to have a husband that's like into fashion and a surgeon, like, yeah. hello, honey. Like, yeah, no, that's like, good. yeah, that's why they had to like, just, you know, light him on fire so much. Cause they were all so jealous of him. He's oh, we're gonna, such a great man. Totally. Yeah. Where yeah. did you meet him? Um, we met working together. So oh. I knew him. I actually was looking for a plastic surgeon to work for. And everybody was like, oh, Duber, he's amazing. He's really good. He does a lot of like the surgery that I was doing at the time, which was microvascular surgery, which is like something that use like a, uh, a microscope and reattach like arteries and veins to move like muscle from places. So anyhow. Long story short, I went to work for him because he was really good at it and needed an assistant. So you need two surgeons or an assistant and a surgeon to do those surgeries. So I started working with him and it was not love at first sight. Like I, you know, we were, we just were colleagues for many, many years. And it literally, the, the switch flipped in one day. It's the weirdest thing. Like it's not describable. It's, really? it's bizarre. Yeah. You just went to work one day and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, it, it was weird. 
I mean, both of us became available and at similar points, I was single first, I think before, yeah, before him and had been, you know, in and out. I had had a marriage and a bunch of boyfriend athlete situation and, you know, just all over the map. And uh, I don't know, just one day it, it hit and we've been married 10 and a half years now. Wow. How'd you end up in Dallas from Connecticut? Well, actually, by way of Ohio, I, I Midwest too. So I lived in Ohio for a while with my, my parents. My dad was an aerospace engineer. So we moved quite a bit growing up and then moved down to Texas, actually in high school. So I kind of moved, I think I moved around like 15 times before high school and then moved down here. And then I went to Baylor undergrad and then I did um, postgraduate at UCLA, but from, um, from, uh, from here, like remotely to get my certifications that I needed. Interesting. Yeah. Now, so I kind of have all over the place. So then you had and just Texas was like love at first sight. You love Texas. You know, it was more just where I kind of ended up. I mean, I like Texas. It's nice. It's great place. Like Dallas is a great place to raise a family and it has an international airport. That's true. So it's fine. You have very, like, very easy. You have good yeah, routes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. You can get to New York. You can get to LA. It's more of a like central. I like that it's central. Totally. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. So before Real Housewives of Dallas, like, did you watch like a lot of Bravo? Like, did you watch the other Housewives? You, you know, don't have to say funny. yes. Yeah. No, I actually did. I used to watch, um, I watched Beverly Hills and I watched some of New York. Um, those are the ones that I watched before. And that, oh, and OC, a little bit of OC, because I mean, Those, you know, the original, the first one, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a, and I'm trying to think if I watched anything, anything else. Like I no, think that was kind of it. Those were the main. Show. Yeah. Those are the main ones, yeah. So, like, when they came to cast Real Housewives of Dallas, like, was there a buzz around town? Like, oh, my God, we're getting our own franchise. No. Nothing. No, happened. it was very on the DL. Nobody knew about it. They found us randomly through friends. I had TV, um, you know, entertainment backgrounds or, like, had been, you know, like, been in the public eye or or done some kind of... TV or something before I had not, I think I was the only one who had zero experience. Like I was in children's choir and acted as a child, but like, right. I had no experience on TV. So it was very random for me. Um, and they just found us and it w- actually wasn't a housewife show at first. Um, I assumed it would be, so I did it cause I knew it would be good for our practice. So it was really the reason right. that I did it because like the Dubrow's kind of a similar situation. I was like, well, we can be, you know, the Dubers, you know, like the Dubrows. So for me, it was, I was hopeful that it was Housewives, but we did not know for sure right off the bat. It, it, you know, we had to film the first season and then Bravo looked at it and decided. Right. Like it was going to be other, like Ladies of London or something else. Possibly. Yeah. We thought it could have been like a Ladies of if they were going to develop that franchise. Interesting. And how did they find you? I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Through a friend, like my friend just put my name in and I didn't really think I was like, whatever. I mean, I, again, I'm like, I'm not like, I don't, I'm a normal person. I'm, I work like I'm, you know, I'm a nurse, yeah. I have like a regular job. So I didn't really think, you know, and, and that's the thing is there's a lot of, I think I have a lot of depth because I have, you know, I'm very uh, different. Um, I think I was the, probably the one who did not fit in with the cast because I, you know, normally works like 10, 12 hour days a lot of times. And, right. you know, would have a social life, but it would be in the evening. Yeah, I love to dress up and I love to wear couture, you know, probably more than anyone on, for sure, more than anyone on my cast. <laughs> yes. But I, you know, wear scrubs, by, you know, five days a week. So like, right. it was very different for me. You know, I would film and I had still have to go to my job. Right. Like I remember real- season one, I showed up at like a, our first like photo shoot thing at, um, it was at like Dallas Morning News and I literally had on scrubs. I was like, what? And everybody had like hair and makeup and wearing dresses. And I'm like, I have to go do a bilateral latissimus flap and the patients on the table having their mastectomies right now. And so I have about 45 minutes, you know, wow. and so like, it, 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 it went from like, it was very like, I think season one, I was kind of like, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, I don't, what am I doing here? Right. Totally. So you just yeah. went on in scrubs. Yeah. And I was like, what? This is my life. Like, do you want it to be reality or do you want me to put a dress on and then have to like freaking hustle and get it? Cause like I wear my good stuff when I'm like out at night or whatever, but it's like middle of the day and I have like a patient that I have to go operate on. Right. So that, it's that very makes different sense. for me. Yeah. Did you, did you know any of the girls like that you were with the first season before being on the show? Like, did you know Leanne? None of them. Um, I had met Leanne before, but we were not friends. We didn't know each other very well. Like we'd met, I think in passing or like had a friend of a friend or, you know, yeah, we, I mean, we'd met like, that's not true. We'd met at, cause I remember we took a picture 
we'd met through friends, but we weren't like hanging out, like calling each other, that kind of thing. Like right. we knew each other, but I didn't know anyone else. We were not in the same like realm of anything. That makes sense. Yeah. So then you get the show and you start filming. Like, was it what you expected? Were you like, oh my God, what did I sign up for? I definitely was like, oh my God, what did I sign up for? I mean, I think, you know, especially like with, you know, I, I have a family and I, I work and I don't know, you know, everybody's different, have, has different priorities in their life. But I just think it was very odd for me. I was excited. And Mark, I think, was excited to do something like in, you know, and be on TV and like it seems super glamorous and like, oh, this is so fun. And then you're like wait <laughs> you're like I didn't wait a second like... <laughs> yeah I mean it kind of you know it got pretty dirty like dirtier than I would have expected for did sure. you did you feel like pressure from the producers like to create drama like would they ever like okay go and do that you know because you hear things no I mean I don't think I think production I think our producers like they were majority of them not all of them but majority of them were really great and I think I connected it's funny because I feel like I almost connected more with production and with like the sound guy and the the camera guy more than I did my castmates right I mean I know that sounds really weird no. like, I probably I've never said that but like out loud probably to anybody but I think that like for me like working like I'm used to working like a daily routine and like being at work all day. And like, I under, you know, they're sitting there holding the camera and they're grinding it out. And like, I see them doing their job. And I guess I kind of like respected that about them. Right. And I had like a very strong amount of mutual respect and for how hard they work and the producers work too. And so like, I, I don't know, like, sure. They want you to have drama. Sure. It's produced to an extent, but I mean, you have to be, you're in charge of what comes out of your mouth. And right. like, if, if you're not comfortable with that, it's your own fucking fault. And like, right. so yeah, they're, they're doing their job, but I understand that. That makes sense. And yeah. so over now that, you know, we're heading into season five, you know, what have you seen? Like, I know, like, what have you seen that you're like, Oh God, that's a fake storyline. You know what I mean? Like, you know, these people like yeah. while you were filming. Yeah. Um, you know, Talk I hate to, to say it, I didn't watch season four. I, I guess I was on it some. I, I didn't watch it. I, like, couldn't do it. Um, I heard I didn't miss much, but, um, so I don't really know what their storylines are. I mean, I know that, you know, I said in some interview, you know, that I came up with my storyline, but when I say, like, I came up with it or made it up, I didn't make it up. I decided, you know what? this is going to be my storyline this year because you have to like right. literally tell them what your storyline is going to be. So like my storyline for season three was to run a business and run our laser center. So I did it. Right. And, and it ended up being the best thing I've ever done because it was, I mean, it's a fantastic business and it's super successful. So like, and I'm still doing it to this day. So right. like, I, I, you know, I don't know, like to be honest, obviously like people make stories uh, of stuff they probably wouldn't do in in reality but like for me that's what I did but it turned out 
is a whole business and I'm still doing it. Like you can see, like you see when people storylines and like that business never goes anywhere. Right. Or like it fizzles out and you never see it again. Well, that was probably made up. Right. Cause like people like, don't realize. Mine, mine wasn't like mine's an actual business. Right. So right. it's actually functioning. And so that's like a real storyline. Totally. But you can tell, like, you can tell who does it. Like, if their shit never pans out and you never see their, you know, pink lollipop line again or their, you know, whatever the fuck. I mean, it, you know, it's probably not a viable business or they tried it and it didn't work out, but they probably wouldn't have tried it if it wasn't for the show. But I still think it's a storyline and it's a story and it's something they're actually doing. You have to do your storyline. So it's like, are they made up for TV? I don't know, but like, who cares? Because they're actually doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, people don't realize, like, the producers come to you at the beginning of each season and say, yeah. we're thinking of well, who's coming back. And it's not really, they don't come up to you or, like, so what's your storyline? They're like, hey, what's going on in your life? And, like, if your life isn't that interesting, <laughs> you better think of something. Right. Like a dead rabbit or whatever. Is that a reference to Brandy's dead rabbit? I have no idea. I just heard there was a dead rabbit. I don't know. Like, I had a dead dog, but I didn't, you know, I don't know. There was a dead rabbit, yes. There was. When you were filmed, when you were. rabbit. You did? We're going to. Yeah, it was a sweet rabbit. We're going to talk about Brandy. We have have some things to ask you about Brandy here behind (laughs) the velvet rope. I know. Okay. Um. So when you were filming, like, for the three seasons, like, was there anything that you saw, in your opinion, from the other girls where you're like, that is just, you're grasping at straws. You're boring. That's made up. Give it up. Anything like uh, that? I mean, yeah, when they were, like, making fun of my husband, that's grasping at straws. Like, to me, like, get your own fucking storyline and leave my family alone. Like, that's right. grasping for straws. Like, that is low-hanging fruit. Like, complete low-hanging fruit. Totally. And it brings up just, like, a lot of other issues. It brings up a lot. I mean, there's just so... It's, like, so wrong on so many levels. Yeah, like, I would never be like, oh, I have nothing going on in my life, so I'm going to make fun of somebody else or, like, pick on them. Like, that would never go through my mind. Because... And that's... I found that I... That's why... Another reason I found it was so different and, like, connect with, you know producers or the or the you know whatever because like my mind doesn't ever go to something like oh let me burn down your family and your life like it doesn't and that's probably why I'm not on the show anymore because they know they knew and I'm glad is that you know you're never gonna she's never gonna do it like gun to my head I wouldn't do it right like bring someone's family or life into it no, I wouldn't do it. So it's, you know, I'm not really, you know, viable. Right. And like to say something like that. Okay. So first of all, if it's not true about like a married man, that's a whole thing. But like, it's also like this whole, on this whole other level, you're almost like implying there's something like, it's almost like putting down the gay community in a, a lot 100%. of ways. 100%. Like, I feel like my husband really, like when he went to the reunion, I guess that was season two. And, I mean, his whole, if you watch it, I feel like he really stood up for the gay community and, yeah. you know, said this is not, 
1970 is you this is irresponsible and you can't behave this way and right. you're putting down an entire community of people and like he's like how how dare you you know like i feel like he really did i was really proud of him yeah i mean that's kind of how i took it away from that reunion as yeah. well i mean he was super pissed about that oh my god well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a big rumor to say that your husband is at the Roundup sucking a dick. I mean, like, and first it, of all, the Roundup isn't the place you do that. It's the tin room. So, like, if you know anything, like, get your rumors straight. Because I go to the gay bars with my friends, and, like, no, I don't think that happens there. So, fucking do better. Right, like, pick... <laughs> Pick pick the right gay bar at least. I mean, seriously, right? it doesn't I mean, make any sense. It's a country bar where listen, people are like two stepping. The Roundup needs to give the whole franchise something because they put. They that need thing. to give my husband, like, uh, you know, I don't know, something. Seriously, you guys, you guys need free drinks for the rest of your life there. I know we deserve them now. <laughs> How is it that Leanne says that? And recently I saw that you are blaming Brandy for this whole rumor. Well, I think, I think, you know, Brandy, um, you know, they does a lot of things behind the scenes that you probably don't see and has, you know, just, I, I, and you know, my whole thing is, it's like, I don't give a shit about, you know, all that. I mean, whatever. I, I would never have met Brandy. We would never be in a room together. Like, it's not whatever. Uh, um, so, you know, I, there's no love lost there. But, I mean, she, she was in the car with Leanne. You can see in the scene. And Leanne, you know, I know her better now. And she, you know, I think that Brandy was probably egging it on. I think they were probably in it together. And, you know, looking back on it and having, like, some some perspective it it does make sense but to be honest i really i i don't have any animosity you know you've moved on you've moved on i could care less like i know i know my truth right exactly (laughs) you know so it doesn't matter like my family's happy and and you know that's probably more than a lot of people can, can say i mean yeah i mean it's certainly a low blow yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, a really, again, low hanging fruit, you know. What is the, for you, like the best thing that's come out of your time on the show? I mean, definitely um, my practice, you know, I mean, it's definitely helped us to get the word out. You know, it's been, that's been fantastic because my husband is such an amazing surgeon and, and we have such unique things to offer. And I, I basically built my dream. Like I wanted to have, a practice where somebody could come and get, you know, kind of care from, you know, laser to skincare to plastic surgery to injectables and have it all in one place and have the best providers that, you know, are out there. And that's what I have now. So like that, I wouldn't have had any of that if it wasn't for the show, it wasn't for Bravo. So like, I am so grateful and thankful. And like, you have to look at the journey and be like, Oh, you know, that's why this happened. And that's right. why, and that's why I have no animosity and like no hate in my heart for any 
of them because like that doesn't serve me and that doesn't help me. You know, like I wish them all well and like the best. And, you know, I just have, I've, it's taught me a lot about, you know, humans in general, which I feel like this quarantine's also doing, you know, like you learn a lot. Totally. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like, look, TV is the best advertisement there is. Like it has to have helped the practice tremendously. Yeah, for sure. and you go, you still work there, like, on a regular basis? Like, you're in, you're in, wow. Yeah, and I still, I inject, um, I inject two or three days a week, and I have, like, a full booking of patients, so all day from, well, usually I go to yoga first, so, like, 10, I try to be there by, like, 10.30, because I like to go to yoga, and then until, like, that's five. understandable. Yeah, until five, so I see patients back-to-back all day long, no lunch, you know, all day, and then. I operate depending, like, when Mark needs help with bigger surgeries. That makes sense. And, like, look, uh, people are obviously for the right reasons. They need injectables. Then do you have, when they're done with everything, do you have the fangirls that are like, that was great. Thanks for the disport, but I'd like a picture with you now. I oh, love sure. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that yeah, happens, I'm like, right? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. You get your picture. You're like. <laughs> and and I, I, I like it because I get to meet a lot of people, and people are very, um, I don't know. They're really nice. And I, I always enjoy meeting people who are like, um, I guess I like bringing joy to people and positivity, you know, that's like a right. huge thing for me. And I think it, that's just who I am. And so like, this is also, that's also a great thing for me is that I can continue to like, especially during all this time. And you see a lot of negative stuff on, even on Instagram and stuff. Oh, it's a totally. She's um, happy to be home. She's, she's happy to be home. Oh, really? Yeah, falling asleep and almost fell off my lap. Um, And so, (laughs) puppies. And so, you know, it's nice to be able to bring joy to people. And so if they come in and get Botox, yeah, they totally get a selfie and, you know. And then I end up, I end up like being friends with all my patients. It's so funny because I like to chat with everyone. I'm a Listen, I'm very good friends with the person who does my Botox. Like, you know, I've been going, I've been going there forever. forever. Yeah, you, like, build a relationship with yeah. people. I mean, I have people I've injected for, like, 17 years. Yeah. You know? I'm like, you Crazy. can never leave here. And if you do, just don't stop doing this because, like, I, I can't get someone else. I know. No, I know. It's hard. Like, I feel like that's, like, a, like if I didn't do it myself and have an injector there that, I mean, I do my, my own or I have a, I, I try not to do my own anymore. I have one of my injectors do it. But, like, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> It's hard it's to like, find someone to trust. Is it hard to do it yourself or not really? No. Do it? Well, really? it depends on like what you're doing. Like I can't do, I've done my own lips. I only did that once. I will never do that again. It hurt. I, yeah. I was going to say the lips hurt, right? I've, I've never gotten yeah. my lips. Yeah. You have to numb them first and I didn't. And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> what's like, what's like, oh, is there like any trend now in plastic surgery? Is there something that like all of a sudden people are coming in and wanting done out of nowhere? Um, I feel like, you know, we do pretty, like, we do all the up, you know, upkeep. we don't do like a shady shit, I guess. Right. You know what I mean? So like, we don't do, like, we don't do Brazilian butt lifts just cause like in, there's a high risk with that. And so we don't do those. Um, but we do a lot. I mean, I do a ton of lip augmentation, like a ton of lip filler and Mark does just a ton of, of breast augmentation and he's starting to do a lot more rhinoplasty and face facelifts but like we don't have like procedures that i've like named the duber and like promote that and like i don't know to me all that stuff's kind of douchey 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that people do it for marketing and all of that, but I just, like, we're too lazy, <laughs> to be quite honest. Not necessarily lazy, but, like, we're busy working. So, like, yeah. we never have coined anything. The You know, we have the 24-hour breast augmentation recovery, but 24-hour recovery breast augmentation, but other than that, that's it. Yeah, like people give it these fun names, and you're like, it's all the same. It's the same shit. Yeah. It's the same. Don't fall yeah. for it. It's all the same. Like, there's no magician out there. Like, either you're a good surgeon or you're not. Right. That's how I feel about it, because I operated with a million surgeons, and so, like, I know who's good and who isn't. It's true. That's yeah. true. Now... No, it's true. Now today, so where are you like today? So who are you really good friends with from the cast that's on right now today? Um, you know, it's funny. I think that it reverts eventually when you're off the show and pretty quickly um, to your friends with who you originally would be friends with. So I'm friends with Cameron. I got her on the show. I, I casted her um, and our kids go to school together. And then I'm friends with um, Terry, I casted her as well. Um, we've been friends for 15 years and, um, I, Leanne and I are friends. I haven't talked to her in a little bit, but you know, we're friends. So I, but so on the show now, Carrie and Cameron. And that's what I thought. And how'd you get back to a decent place with Leanne? That's come far. I mean, we definitely put in the work. Um, and just kind of like had open dialogue about everything and talked about it. And like, it was very slow process. I mean, it took like a year, two years, you know, it's not like overnight. I was like, Oh, okay. Be my friend. Right. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not a doormat. Like I may not be a psychopath and want to throw shit at people and pull tablecloths off and stuff. But like, I, I do have like, <laughs> right. I have boundaries. Right. I, I can't be a psycho bitch, you know, from time to time. But, like, I also am not, like, you know, I, I'm not stupid. So it, it took a lot of time. That's good. And Mark Mark is okay with this, too? Yeah. Yeah, they've been over good. for dinner. Cool. Yeah, I which like I think, to be honest, I think that was really, like, um, healing for him. Yeah. Like, holding that animosity, like you said, like, it doesn't get, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. There's I mean, there's shit. just no place for it. Yeah. yeah. Now, talk to me about Deandra. Why do you guys not like each other? It's so funny. I have no idea why that girl, like, she lost her mind. Um, she went crazy on me this past season four. You didn't see it because it was just so tragic. They couldn't put it on the show wow she i i don't know you know i i've been friends with her before the show but like i kind of so we were friends so kind of the breakdown we were friends and then at one point i kind of realized that she was a psychopath like that she was nutty as a toucan and like just unstable and so i kind of like backed away from her then she, you know, got on the show, which I'm like, oh, yeah, that's perfect for a show like this. Because people want to see instability and people who are kind of, like, failing in, in their lives. And so she's perfect for that. And so, you know, I kind of was like, okay, well, you know, I'm always going to be nice. And I, I, I liked her mom. You know, I've known her for years, too. And, and um, I don't know. She 
said the other day, I think, in something, she's like, you know what you did. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. called her name at, at, at a reunion uh, one time, uh, season four, was that? Because she was, she was, uh, she was not, not nice. I mean, she's not a nice girl. You know, she's just not a nice person. I mean, even my castmates have no idea. Like, Cameron's like, I have no clue. Like, no, no, no one knows. So, I don't think she probably even knows. To be honest, I don't care. Like, I, I would not want to hang out with her, and I wouldn't want my family around. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah. She's kind of vapid. I mean, I, you know, stress. I don't know. I'm right. Not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do her checkbook or whatever. But I mean, you know, she's not like. I don't think. I mean, who knows? I, I don't think that. I mean, it's surely not my place to talk about other people's financial. You know. Yes. Where they're, I mean, we, you know, we're not working right now. So how are you doing? <laughs> right. right. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, so. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? You know? And what about like, so what about Stephanie? I have to talk to her. And I Brandy. Was, yeah. I mean, I thought we, I, she was one of my best friends. I thought she was like a sister. I love her mom. Um, just sweetest woman. And, um, and Stephanie, we talked probably every day. Wow. And I, I don't know. I haven't heard from her. I've called her, but. Do you think like, and this is not necessarily just a Dallas thing. Like, do you think some of these women are so like, like fame is a drug, like everything else. So like, do you think some of these women are so into the fame that it's like, you're not on the show. So you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, that's a hundred percent why, you know, I, I, you know, I think Deandra told me, I mean, that's the reason she said, she said that she didn't have to be my friend anymore because I had no power and I wasn't on the show. Wow. So there you have it. And I'm like, damn girl. Yeah, you're like, embarrassing for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's embarrassing for somebody to like admit admit in front of our entire cast and crew, and and just wow. Yeah. So that's why I say there's like no. It's just it is what it is. Like I'm friends with the people that I would have been friends with in real life, and yeah, and yeah, of course, fame and and all of that goes to these people's heads. I think it never went to mine. I I dated people who are way more famous than, than housewives. And, you know, it, it, so to me, I wasn't ever like, Oh, I'm a housewife. Oh my God. Like, it, you know, it never, it, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you dated Lance Armstrong, so that's something. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's... Yeah. I mean, and amongst other, yeah, there was, yeah. I think I really do think the fame gets to some of these. Yeah. People. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so what do you think of, because I have a lot of thoughts about this, but what do you think about, so this whole season that just passed that you didn't really watch, you know, what do you think about the whole, like, Leanne is racist and all the stuff Leanne said about Carrie? What do you think yeah. about all that? You know, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. So I have to just kind of go with what I've heard. So don't quote me, except <laughs> for everyone will. Um, I, I think that... It, Unfortunately, 
for Leanne, I mean, you, you know, again, you control what comes out of your mouth. So, you know, you should never say stuff like that. I mean, let's just be honest. You shouldn't, right? Um, was she pushed? Was she backed in a corner? Was everyone against her? Where I've been in that boat. I've been in the boat where the entire cast hates you, okay? It is horrible. I can't describe how bad it makes you feel. And, like, you know, she has a history, you know, that her coping mechanisms probably are not the best, right? And we know that about her. So, like, you know, I, I don't know what the girls expected her to do. I mean, it's hard, right, when you have to have all these people hate you and it's your job to go to work with them. Yeah, when, because I don't when, think, I think at the end there wasn't one man standing for her. Not one. That's, I would think that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. In the real world, when people hate you, you could just stay away from them. Here you have to right. go film with that, you know? Yeah, you're like literally in a room with everyone looking at you like I hate you I hate your family I hate everything about you and you're, you're like sitting there going well now what and I mean I think she reacted poorly to that do you know what I mean like I think I I obviously you've seen what I do in that, that situation like I was pushed to that point and I literally sat there and was like this yeah that, you know probably doesn't make the best television does it no, but I think, you know, you understand, like, what you say can and will be used against you in many ways. In the court of law, yeah. Seriously. That's that's true in, re in real life. I think just part of that, too, is, you know, I run a business, and I'm a businesswoman, and I, you know, I have, a, I don't know, I just have a lot of experience, I guess. I don't know. And, I, I again, I don't have, like, it's hard for me to have, like, a really mean bone in my body. I mean, there is one, but you have to really piss me off. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. You know, like, yeah. listen, when you piss me off, I'm a New Yorker. I will come after right. you and say to go fuck yourself. No, I will go East Coast on your ass. Like, I will start talking like I'm from up north, and I'll be like, you know, but I mean, I have to, like, really be pushed. Yeah, you got to push me there. Absolutely. Yeah. Are they like, why are you in the closet? No, my husband's like, don't no. have an appointment. I have a dog appointment for her, but it's not for, I don't have to leave for like 10 minutes. Okay, We're that's good. Right. Now, as far as Leanne, like not being on the show, like what's your opinion? Like, do you think she was fired? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what the conversation, I, I will tell you like the week before it happened, she didn't want to do it anymore. She was so done and so over it, you know? And I mean, I say that I got fired. I didn't really... I just didn't get my contract re renewed. So like, it's not like they called me and they're like, you were fired. They just don't renew your contract. So um, I don't know what happened with her. I don't know if, you know, I wasn't there and I hadn't talked to her. I talked to her after, after she was done and she was super happy. So, and relieved. So. How is, how is she now? I mean, like that thing, it's a moment in time, like your life goes on. Yeah, life goes on, life moves on. I really hope that she learns a lot from it. And I think, you know, and get something else from it. You know, maybe she can have, I don't know, some, you know, she's an actress. And I, I hope that she can use it as a jumping off point, you know. And like, in your opinion, deep down, like knowing her, like, do you think she's truly a racist? No. <laughs> no, I think that she... 
said some bad shit she shouldn't have said. That's yeah. I, yeah. Does she does she look at someone and because they're a certain you know whatever think that a bad of them? No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that about her. I I know her and she has. I don't know. That's not her. But I I, I know her and she's got a mouth on her and she will go fucking nuts on you if you push her. And that's what happened. Do I think makes- you know? I don't think she's racist. I think she has a mouth that sometimes she should shut. I tell her that to her face. Seriously. And I'm sure she knows that too. Like, I think she would say that about herself. Yeah. That's what I think. Everybody knows that about her. (laughs) And do you think there's a double standard? Because you know, this stuff all came out about Stephanie, like Stephanie, this video that surfaced. Did you know about all this? This video that happened after this happened with Leanne and she was like, let go or she, she resigned on her own. This video surfaced about, not Stephanie, sorry, this video surfaced about Brandy, which was filmed in the past where Brandy was saying oh, something that. Like yeah, I saw that. about I saw Asians. That. So, like, there was this whole cry online of, like, how is Leanne not there and Brandy still working? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't run Bravo's HR, you know? Right. Like, it's almost <laughs> like... Just like, I guess the question was like, does Brandy and like Stephanie get away with like. Right. Yes, they do. They get away with murder. Yes. hundred percent. Like a double standard. Completely. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, the sweeter you look on the outside, you know, it's just sheep. Sheep. What is it? Sheep and whoops clothing. No. Is it the other a way around? It, yeah. No. A there wolf you and go. Other way around. A wolf in sheep's clothing. I like saying that about my clothing. I Why like do I get that when they I don't know, but I but I say that about myself all the time because people think yeah. I'm like the nicest wolf, wolf in possible. wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You get away with more. I, I could see that. So what else? So now, when this quarantine is over, what is what is what else are you up to? I mean, I'm going to be working Going- my ass off. Like you said, I'm going to be, I am going to be so busy, like, and Mark's going to be busy operating. I'm going to be busy injecting and running the practice. Like it's, it's going to be nuts. So I'm trying right now to enjoy my time and enjoy my time at home. The homeschooling's really getting to me. I'm trying to like stay sane. Um, I have friends but, that are doing the homeschooling and they say it's like, it's not what you think it is. It's hard. Really? Like, I mean, you for have a to- first grader, she's seven, like. I don't know what I'm supposed to, you know, like they give you assignments, but then you have to figure it out and like make them sit and do it. You know, anyhow, it's, you know, it, that's tough, but I, I'm, I'm excited, you know, for the future. I think that I'm just trying every day to have like gratitude and like shine out like positive energy and positivity. Cause I feel like this is such like a, a dark time. I mean, it almost feels like wartime or something. Like, it, it feels really just, I don't know, crazy. It's a little, it's it's weird. Like, as a nurse, what do yeah. you, you know, like, do you know a lot of people, like, in your profession that are, like, out there on the front lines? And that's really scary you know, to me. I mean, I have friends, most of my friends are surgical and are, are really not working. And I have friends who are nurse practitioners, and that right now they're not... They're not, I, I know there are a few, I have a couple friends that are working right now, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. So, cause if you don't have like ICU experience or that kind of thing, or you're not a 
critical care, then right. you're, not, you're not there. So, but yeah, I mean, I do know some people that, that are out there and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's scary. I mean, I mean, that's know, the thing with all this drama, you would think that like, hopefully this will teach people that nothing else. I don't know. I hope to God it teaches, it teaches people just to be nice to each other. You know, right? I mean, I, I think the world is really lacking in, in just positivity and spreading love and, and being just nice. And I'm not like hippy dippy, whatever. It's no. just like be a kind person and like be yeah. a kind person to the person next to you. And like, I, I don't know, don't talk, you know, it's like, you don't, yeah. I don't know, don't speak negatively, you know? Like this is bigger than all of us. So like, if you don't like, I, it's my yeah. thing is like, if you're not taking this time where you can't leave your house, to grow as a human being yeah. and you're wasting your time. A hundred percent. Like work on yourself. So I've, I'm reading a book, you know, about, I, I mean, I'm trying <laughs> in between homeschooling. It's not, it's not, I'm not getting very far. It's like a page a day, but <laughs> I'm it's trying. something, it's something. Yeah. It's something. And trying to do a meditation, even if it's just for a few minutes, just to like calm your soul and, you know, think about the, the big picture, you know, this yeah. is like a very big picture moment, I think for everybody in the world to sit there and be like, wow, you know, this is, this, it's crazy. I mean, it'll definitely make me appreciate having, having a job a lot more. You know, I, I went to work every day and just took it for, for granted. Kind of. I, I just cannot wait to go out and sit at a bar and have a drink. I'm like, I'm missing Seriously. the socialization. I know. No, I know. How how is Mark handling? You said he's like kind of going stir crazy. He's just stressed. He's stressed. You know, he just, he, he, he's very high functioning guy and his brain is, you know, he's like Menzo smart. So his brain is always like, you know, and he was actually an investment banker before he went to medical school. Oh, at wow. Stearns. Yeah. In New York. So he's, you know, really smart guy and he's just trying to, I think, run all the, the numbers and stuff. So, but he's he's doing he's doing well. He he's still cooking us meals every night, and he just made us lunch. So I'm lucky to be trapped with a chef. Also, it's better. I mean, like, so I have friends that are trapped at home with their family, and they're like, "You're so lucky you're alone." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're so lucky you yeah. have like, other people." No, I know it's like a double edged sword. I you're you're not lucky either way. It just is what it is. <laughs> I know. I'm like I'm like you okay, know? give it another month, and I'm gonna like yeah. No, I think it's hard for people who are living alone. I really do. Like, to me, that would be very hard on me. I mean, I, it's, you know, you get stressed out having, like, I have three kids here. So I have my seven-year-old, 19-year-old, and 23-year-old. Wow. So that's a lot, right? But, like, if I was, i trying to take it with, to be, you know, being grateful about it. Because if I was alone, I would be, like, I'd be bad. So I don't know, you know. I think so. But I've been on my hands and knees, like, cleaning my floors, like, half the morning. And, like, where are all these fuckers? I'm, like, scrubbing the floor. Well, your closet <laughs> looks very clean. Yeah, I've been cleaning. Thank you. I'm getting there. I haven't gone through my clothes yet. That's going to be probably, like, a week three project. <laughs> I've done all of that. Are you going to be part of the new season in any way? Season five? I don't know yet. I mean, I don't even know what they're doing with, you know, obviously they're not able to do stuff right now. So I know. I don't know. I, do you, I, I, I have no idea yet. Do you know these other Tiffany Moon or Jennifer Davis? Yeah, I know both of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. I mean, we're not good friends, but I do know them. Yeah. 
they might be a good fit for the show. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, who knows what all is going to happen between now and then. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, I hope I wish them well. I hope they, they are a good fit. Um, Tiffany I, and I have the same um, Hermes, shopper at Hermes, so that's how I know her. And then Jen's been to my house uh, for like charity stuff, but I, I don't know them well. You need to come to New York for the next fashion week. I assume it's yeah. by then. By then, hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm thinking like another month or so. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else in, I'm going to like, is there anything else you want us to know before we wrap up? Oh, uh, no, I think, um, you can look, look me up on uh, Instagram, Carrie Duber, C-A-R-Y-D-E-U-B-E-R, and then uh, go to Lemon Avenue, Plastic Surgery and Laser Center. Um, you know, we're, we're around and check us out while you're kicking it at home, you know. Check us out on social media and website and look at all the things. I mean, everyone out there in Dallas who's getting injectables from anyone other than Carrie, I don't know why, because <laughs> if I lived in Dallas, I'd be coming to right? all of my... Now, this yeah. is what we need. I need to take a picture of you before we yes. go. This is what our lives have come to, Carrie. I mean, right? I mean, look, especially with your new addition to your family. Oh, my little baby. He's so cute. And then, Thank you. And then oh, one more thing. And when you come to New York, we need to do drinks. Yeah, for sure. Because then we'll be able to leave our houses. And I know. mean, I've yeah. never, I'm trying not to drink at home during this period. Oh, God. Good luck. I know. We have to go like this. Believe it or not, this works. Oh. I don't know why. I might. What do I do? Oh, my God. That's even better. Just so we can put this out when the show comes out. We need a, like, a little selfie together. Yes. Let me just go like this. Amazing. So Yay. everyone, watch Carrie's right. talk. Hopefully you don't think I talked about the housewife too much. No, no. I mean, obviously it's why, you know, I like people are always like, oh, you know, they want to talk about it. And I'm like, I understand because that's how you know me. So like, I get it. <laughs> but, you know, it's not like I just want to talk to every housewife. And still, you Aww. and Doreen, I've said this before. I, 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 I talk about I talk about you on the show all the time. I always say you, you are the, the number two fashion, true fashion. Thank girl. you. Thank so, you so much. I, I really appreciate it. And I good luck it. to you. Keep me posted. Let me know I'll how like, you're doing. I'll like DM you when this comes yeah. out. But as soon as you come to New York, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. So, Absolutely. All right. 100%. Say hi. We'll do it. Say, say hi right. to Park. I right. will. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.